Welcome back to Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. I'm Steph March. I'm Stephanie Hansen. And we are here to talk to you about all the fun things in the Twin Cities that are edible, drinkable, doable, all the things. Yeah, so our friend... Uh... <laughs> we are not at that segment yet. You have to hold. Why? Leslie Miller is here realized. in studio, but nobody is ready. This is live radio. <laughs> so did you hear me going... Yeah. Oh no. Did did I hear you? Did everybody hear you? Yes, we all heard you. Oh, I'm not on my game. You're not on I'm your not game. Not 100 today. So instead, I think we'll just do top two and hour two first. Yes. Let's give him the old one, two. One, one, two. And now the weekly dish presents top two, top two, the top two. Pick your best two in our two. All right, give me two, winning, winning. All right, this is the time that we just talk about things that we really like, <laughs> which is not unlike the whole show, but specifically two things we can't stop thinking about. Yes. So you go ahead and give first. Okay. I can't stop thinking about the evapor- or the sweetened condensed milk salted caramel situation that you can make in your Instant Pot. Got it. I posted a recipe last week. And I had the opportunity to make 12 jars of this for an event. And it's just fantastic. All you do is you take a jar of sweetened condensed milk and you wrap it in tinfoil and you put it inside your Instant Pot. Yep. And then you fill it with water about two thirds up to the can. You have to take the wrapper off the can and then you manual for 40 minutes. That's That's it. it. And then you carefully unwrap. You wait till it cools down. It has a caramely situation. You pour it into a jar, add some salt, and it's amazing. Whoa. Yeah. And I I did stir in a little bit of espresso um, vodka because mm-hmm. um, instead of vanilla, it's fantastic. That's so amazing. I'm just somewhat obsessed over apples, over like a pound cake. A bundt cake. Yeah. Just stirred Spoons, into coffee. Just with a spoon. Kurt was eating it just with a spoon. Yeah. Like by the tablespoon. Yeah. I was like, wait, I need to. I, I need these. Don't this, eat is, it all. this is for me, not you. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. if you just want to try something fun, it'd be and fun to easy. do with kids too. Yeah. Well, and I made some I made some bourbon caramel that was a lot harder than that, you know, with a lot of boiling and watching and not burning and everything else. I wonder you could stir in a little bit of whiskey into that to when you pull it out of the Oh, you sure pot. could, because that's I did the espresso vodka to be the same thing. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Okay. Um my first one is a little bit of a sad one, but it's a it's a, it's real and important. Is it's my first one is red table meats, which oh, is so unfortunate yes. to hear that Mike Phillips, one of our Seriously amazing um, artisans, food artisans in town has uh, decided to, you know, stop production of red table meat um, because it's just not working in the way that is 
you know, able to be sustainable as a business. Um, that's not to say it won't come back. Just let's be clear. They didn't. What's happening is that he's stopping his his Solumeria at the food building. That's going to transfer over probably most likely if everything can be tied up right with Lowry Hill Meats. And they'll take over doing whole butchery and some curing and everything else. But Red Table Meats is not the name is being kept right by Mike and his crew because it may come back in some form someday. So it's 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 just a hard it's a hard death of a business for those of us who watched it grow from the beginning. Yeah. And those those meats, you guys, were so quality and they were so beautiful. And I know that it was such a struggle, you know, more than he ever thought in terms of getting into grocery stores and things like that, because there's so many weird agreements and things that happen at grocery stores. And so- do you, have you talked to him? Like, does he is he going to take time to clear the decks? Yeah, that's and, they're not really ready. I will say that there was some um, there was a tragedy in the company, you know, uh, that you know led to things, um, you know, that kind of shifted the momentum and things. And I think that there was it just never really kind of got back on track. And um, I think that there's a lot of you know, it was it's been really hard. And then at what point do you decide how old am I and where am I going to keep going? And yeah, how much do I keep sacrificing for this? And so, 100%. yeah, so we'll, you know, once things kind of become less raw about it all, I think we'll have a chat with him and yeah, we'll have him great. on. He can come on and talk about it anytime if yeah. he's listening or his wife, because I know she listens to. Yeah, Michelle. But there's the, the point is that go out and support the red table while you can, because it's at the end of the year, it's no more. So go buy some beautiful salami and and uh, go to the food building and get it. Okay. What's your second one? Um, okay. My second one is um, <laughs> really good. Pull it up. Looking it at her is, phone. There she is. Baba's hummus. Oh! Yeah. Now this is the hummus <laughs> that is... I had to look through my phone. This is the hummus that is at the state fair. And you may or may not realize that you can also get this hummus that's Minnesota made in your grocer's refrigerator section they have zatar they have dill pickle they have the original they also make um the little pitas yeah so an israeli pita is puffier and a little bit dare i say doughier versus drier weedier mm-hmm. are kind of the pitas that we're used to sure um so those you can find also in your grocer's refrigerator section real nice family had an opportunity to interview them for the makers of minnesota and uh, their dad was the founder of Mediterranean Cruise Cafe. Yeah. And the kids worked at the restaurant and then decided to start the hummus business. And it's been super successful. So that is my second. Oh, Baba's hummus. Baba's hummus. Um, okay. So I will say that um, my second one is sort of a, um, it's, it's, it's someone who has won me back. I'm going to say that because Ooh. there is so... I was at 925 last night, which is the Wyzetta. Wyzetta, yep, in the landing, Ooh, the it was restaurant rough bar. When it opened, I have had just ups and downs there. Let's, I'll just be level set yeah. with the honesty. Great, beautiful space. Yes, great hotel. Uh, like. Yeah, just sort of. It's been, and they've had a rough road. Remember, Lenny Russo was there yes. at one point, and it's not so much about that. It was, it's. Uh, so I just went for a drink. I met some people for a drink, but I had walked inside. They were on the patio, and I didn't see them. So I walked inside. And I was sort of sitting there and I was like, oh, my, my friends aren't here. And I sat at this high table just waiting. And I was kind of looking on my phone and texting to see, did I get the wrong place? 
and um, the wrong time. And the bartender guy came over and he was like, he's like, it looks like you. He's like, has someone helped you? Do you need help? Oh, service. And I said, I go, I'm kind of deciding if I'm in the wrong place. He's like, you're not in the wrong place. And I said, no, I mean, if I'm supposed to be here or another place. And I said, I'm waiting for a guy. He's like, well, if he's keeping you waiting, that's ridiculous. He's like, do you need a drink? And I was like, oh, well, you know, I mean, I do for sure. And I, he goes, he goes, and I said, what's, uh, you know, what's, do you have a menu? And he's like, well, what do you, he's like, do you want wine or, and I'm like, well, and he, then he looks at me and he says, I'm going to be honest here. And I hope this doesn't offend you. Look more like a liquor girl. <laughs> and I'm like, I am actually quite <laughs> not offended. Not like, offended. Can we go out on a date? Right. Maybe? Like, and then I said, and do I you said, know me? And, he's, and, and he did not, he did not know who I was. And so I was like, Oh, well, he goes, well, what do you normally drink? That's how I knew he didn't actually was know he me. Cute? <laughs> Cause at this point, Don't, no, can you not take it in this direction, no, please? I'm I can't. talking. No, I'm it's talking all sounding about real good. Professional service. Okay. okay? So, we so then it was like he said do you want he's like well do you like do you like gin do you like you know vodka and I said well actually I like whiskey and then he was like okay you're in the right place and he said he said do you normally drink old fashions and I said I do and he's like all right I've got a great one for you are you up for it and that was a moment you guys I don't we in the times that we talk about we don't get a lot of service personal interaction personal attention that was a great moment and I just wanted to call out that they had a, that 925 had a great bartender, great moment, and they've really kind of had a busy bar. And I thought it was, to me, I need to report when someone has been disappointing that give them another try and they came back around. Yeah. Excellent. So there. Okay. Stop trying to make me date people. My God. (laughs) Seriously. Sorry. Yes. Okay. Uh, I got one more for you too. Okay. That's just a, a, a bonus. Okay. There is this beat spaghetti at red rabbit that has fresh ricotta on the top great and like a little lemon zest and i had that this week and it was really worth checking out because i was like oh and it's the pasta's cooked in this beady so it's it's purple okay it's real good oh nice at red rabbit yep okay Great. Well, we're going to take a quick break, you guys. When we come back, we are uh, we have Leslie in studio already, and she's just we're going to talk about some beautiful, some beautiful libations and uh, some cool things happening in her world. We'll be right back. This is the weekly dish on my talk one hundred seven one, brought to you by Knob Creek. Oh, all right, you guys. This is a little going off the rails here, but our friend Leslie Miller is here from Amuse Wines and Sip, Sip Better. Better. And the is it the, is the name of the store Sit Better? It is. Yep. Okay, so she just opened a wine store in the North Loop, That's right. and it's so cute. Let's just <laughs> so start <cute>. there. <laughs> and she has brought us some um, Halloween wine pairings. I did Halloween candy wine candy pairing. wine pairings. Yeah. Yes, because <laughs> as Steph was commenting earlier. She would dress up in the gorilla suit and she would have her walk tail. Oh, yeah. As like she I, walked with I the Halloween it, Yeah, kids. the roadie. You know what I mean? And of I would, course. Mine was normally um, a mold one if it was going to be wine. Because I would like, because it was always cold, <laughs> yeah, right? Right. And then, um, but otherwise it would be like a whiskey. Yeah, that was like whiskey and apple cider and things like that. Yeah. If you, you didn't dress up, in some sexy. I was in the gorilla suit, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Underneath, you're wearing yeah, like a no. naughty nurse or yeah, something. Yeah, naughty nurse. Walking the neighborhood kids. Yeah, no, no. Pass on that. No, but we did. And I, you know, the, we used to have like a cooler and there we'd have little like drinks for other people as they go Amazing. by. Yeah. 
I do might do have, that this year. You might. Do you have a special wine that you like to do mulled wines with? You know, I always match it kind of per what I'm going to put in it. Mm-hmm. So it depends if I'm going to go kind of citricky or if I'm going to go more on the spiced side of things. I'll go on the lighter. So you could do something like Pinot Noir. Yeah. And then you could you could float like oranges and you could do different citrus notes to it with maybe like cherries, raspberries, things like that. I wonder if Beaujolais would be good too. Delicious. For that would be wines. awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then if you're going heavier on the spice side, that's when I'm going to pick up maybe anything from Syrah to maybe even like Tempranillo. Yeah, I've done Yum. a Tempranillo before Yum. that that works out well. Yeah. You throw a lot of like the star anise in there and everything yeah. else. Speaking of, you just throw it in the crock pot. That's what yes. you do. Yeah. Yes. Make that one of your Cracktober yes. recipes. I did a boozy apple cider drink. Did you? Yum. And yeah, but maybe a mulled wine. Yeah, I've got a couple more. Yeah. I need three more recipes. I'm not finished with the month yet because I'm front loaded. So we're still celebrating Cracktober friends. Every day I have a new <laughs> crock pot or an Instapot recipe. I love it. Okay, but back to wine. Yeah. <laughs> so Leslie brought us some wines to sip. That are paired with candies. Yes. And we just had a delicious uh, now and later, uh, what are those also called? Starburst. Starburst situation. Starburst, yeah. Yeah. It was paired with a wine that she brought specifically (laughs) for me because... Where was I that someone asked me what my favorite Moscato was and I was like... We were at Fox and you were... Somebody asked you what was your favorite Moscato and you said... Why? None. <laughs> None. Nay. Nay. No, Nay. thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> so here's the thing. Everybody, <clears throat> I think when we think of Moscato, people are still have yellowtail jammed in their brain. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, if you like yellowtail, awesome. It's just a little bit stickier sweet, right? Um, I call it Jolly Rancher sweet. Yeah. And when I say Jolly Rancher sweet, that means that there's no line of acidity there. And real Moscato, like, really should have some brightness to it. Meaning, there's a little salivation kind of going on <clears throat> in your mouth like this. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, this I brought you is Elio Perone, which arguably for me is one of the best Moscato producers in northwestern Italy, in Piedmont. And this is a little bracchetto and Moscato. So it's two grapes. That would be on the sweeter side, but we have to remember, too, that the balancing factor here is that great little acidity. Mm-hmm. And what I love about this chuggable, fizzy, little pink here is that it's also 5.5%. Okay, so it's low. It's breakfast wine. It's breakfast All wine. Right. As so we are proving next here. Next time someone asks me show. what Moscato I like, yeah. I will say Elio Peroni. Yeah, Elio Peroni. Not like a Peroni. Not like a beer Peroni. Right. Got it. And here's the deal, you guys. I will take a picture of these wines that we're yes, talking about, please. and then we'll post it on um, the Facebook page so you guys will know what, where to go and how to find we it. We can put them on the Insta, too. You can yeah. go right to the Sip Better store. You could. In the North Room. And she will have them there for you. They're on the shelf. Yeah. They're okay. there. What do you pair with mm. What's our next one? Okay, you're ready. Because I know also, so I, I brought this... For you, Steph. Thank you. Yes. Because this is something that you could Ooh, actually yeah. blend with yeah, yeah. your whiskeys or, yep. you know, any sort of, you know, options where you have something like a bourbon. This would be awesome. So I brought you a little sherry. Oh, I love it. Oh, it looks and like this is El Maestro Sierra. This is a Pedro Jimenez. And they come in little bottles, right? Little 375s. And I tell people to buy this because in place of your vermouths, you could put this, you blend this with your bourbons, whiskeys, what have you, for your Manhattans. Yep. 
Also in place of your cherry, your orange, your sugar, in your old fashioned, you would just slip in a little Pedro Jimenez. Pretty delicious. It's Isn't it delicious? Oh my god, so, so perfect! So it's loaded with fig and date and caramel and chocolate notes, and then you pair that with the Reese's peanut butter cups. You're gonna take out the Twix bars out of your mm-hmm. kids' Halloween buckets because that is the best candy Delightful. bar, isn't it? It is so good. Twix really does it. Twix for rolls. Me. Twix, mm-hmm. but I'm a big fan of Reese's pieces. I'm a hundred grand yeah. bar girl too. Oh yeah, I love a hundred grand. So, you know, all that caramely mm-hmm. note and then to go along with a little Pedro Jimenez. I like it. It's That's perfect. so yummy. That is so yummy. You really have to think outside the box when you're doing these. I mean, trust me, for years <laughs> in some sort of media form, I'm pairing wine to <laughs> Halloween candy. And I had to eat a lot of candy and drink a lot of wine for y'all. Yeah. To get to, <laughs> to, get to the po- yeah. To get to the place, right? To get to this place, yes. But I do love... I also think that Riesling, by the way, everybody thinks that Riesling is sweet. That is not true. The world's majority is dry. But if you do want something that does go with things, apple, spiced, um, even your little crockpot recipe with your like dolce de leche, yep. that's so good with yeah. pumpkin-y things. I do love an off-dry Riesling. Yes. Okay. So great. And again, low in alcohol. So delicious. Don't be afraid to pick some of these up because they're, they end up being perfect pairing agents. Yeah. No, I think that's great. And especially like, you know, also kind of like when it's a it's a lighter crowd moment. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you're not like sitting and having like big feasty things that you need right. to worry about acidity. So you might as well bring something that's like kind of fun and lively yeah. that you're going to like you know, pass around and then you're going right. to move to the next thing. And right. I just think that the variety is the fun part Especially of this. Especially if you're doing like a tasting, you know, where it's yeah. kind of more communal. Yeah. You've got the candy and kind of making it fun. I yeah. know. Or and you're just sitting suit. in your driveway I yeah. mean, <laughs> and you're waiting for people to show up, which is what I'm going to do. I'm going to sit and I'm going to have a bonfire and I'm going to have a bunch of wine and I'm going to... With your Pedro Jimenez. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm going to be like, suit. if you know, you know. And you know, if you know to come and ask me, I got gotcha. you. I love it. Yeah, there's so many different varieties out there. Obviously, you know, you could look up some of these pairings too. People go sort of bananas on the Halloween scale. You know, they'd say like, oh, Cabernet with this. But honestly, you just need some great acidity to go along with a touch of sweetness. And you can pair these things up. And you know, at the end of the day, if you like it, you do. If you don't, you don't. don't, Let's move on. Right. Life is too short. You can have a Twizzler and the sherry if you want. Like, Ooh, Twizzlers, by the way. Yeah. Twizzlers or uh, Wiley. Wallabies. Yeah, the Wiley Wallabies. Yes. Please give out the Wallabies. And Grenache. Oh, and Grenache. Oh, the best. Yes. This crazy little story. So I was pairing Twizzlers with Grenache. I made it very known, put it out on the gram. And Wiley Wallabies was so not okay with me talking about Twizzlers. Twizzlers? Ten cases <gasps> of Wallaby. Because they're Wallabies local. Showed up at my door. They're local. I was like, who sent this to they're me? They're great, though. The people of Wiley Wallabies. And they were like, no more Twizzlers, lady. Come on. Come on. I, I love so their from, black licorice. What would we No, I eat that? all of their licorice. Everyone. Yes. The huckleberry, the green apple. So good. All of it is so delicious. Yeah. Love it. All right. You're going to stay because we're going to have a little discussion about a couple other things. But we want you to hang out. Is that cool? I'm in. All right. Stay tuned. You guys will be right back. This is the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. Hey everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. We still have Leslie Miller here in studio with us. And I wanted to have a chat a little bit about your store because you've launched, you're, you've been a SOM for so long and you've had wine clubs and you've done all this stuff. You've consulted, are you still at Wise at a Country Club as a, as their? I am 
It's one of the many consulting deals. Amuse, my first company, is almost 20, 19 years old on February 1st. I think that's insane. That's wild, isn't it? It's crazy. You can never work for anyone else. You've been self-employed too long. I couldn't. I would just leave. You would. (laughs) But so instead, you have diversified yourself in terms of like wanting to, you know, not just be consulting and not just on the hustle for all these things. You have finally opened your first actual store. I own keys. Keys. Four walls, which is very scary. Yes. And it's called Sit Better. It is. And it's so cute. It is really, it's really it's unique and cute. Yeah. It's, it's so, so cute. cute. People walk in and they say, oh my gosh, this is so cute. So where is it? It's in the North Loop. It's directly behind Free House on 3rd Street. Okay. 707 North 3rd Street. So if you get to like, there's like the food hall and the patios and everything else. Yes. And then you go behind that. There's a cute little cobblestone street. Yeah. 3rd Street. Yeah. And then there's sort of an unmarked. By the Duffy of, kind of over there. Exactly. Duffy's getting, that thing that. is going to be, you're going to, it's going to be great. Yes. yes. For you. And it has a little red awning that says sip better and we're snuggled right in amongst all these great residents and we've just had so much amazing response and so is it a wine shop is it a liquor shop is it what is it tell us what it is it is a wine shop so here's what happens sip better five years old as a wine club yeah we literally ship to all 19 states that we can to legally we have over 600 members coast to coast Mm -hmm. and we were just busting at the seams and so we knew eventually we had to start our own brick and mortar yeah um we are only focused on small growers, family owned, literally wines that are void of any additive sugars, things that don't make you feel good right. when it comes to wine. Right. And so, and then amazing price points. So our general set literally sits around fifteen to sixteen dollars. Wow. And there's also some bangers on the shelf for like eight to eleven bucks. Yeah. So really great place to come and load up on awesome wines. And so are you learning, are you helping people understand? Like kind of the value that yes. they're getting out of this, all this stuff so they can come in and, and you have people who are ready to talk about each yes. bottle and really give them the what for. In yeah, my I, box, yes, I had a delicious wine that I was going to ask you why you chose it for me because it was so perfect. And Ooh. maybe you remember or maybe you don't. It was a red and it was Italian. And I want to say it was a, was it a Tempranillo or a Sangiovese? Well, should, it could have been probably Sangiovese. Yeah. Um, I'm not really sure. I have okay. to look up your file now. No. That's okay. I will share a picture of it later yeah. today when I get home. Yeah. It was really just a really mild, great drinking wine right. for like a Sunday dinner. Just, right. you know, it was a screw cap, which sometimes I appreciate when I'm home alone because... Because you know Cause how you to can't work a wine know how to, Well, you're <laughs> just, you no, but work. you're like, you can you just don't know how to have work. one glass and She's then taking tie the shoe it up. Method. I don't understand. Are you sabering everything else? Is that the problem? And then you're just, She's I can't just saber today? I don't know what to do. I have to call I can't tell phone you a friend. Guys if I'm saying really stupid things today, or if you're just reacting to me in a super funny way, it's probably a combination of both, but oh I have gosh. laughed this whole show. <laughs> this been a, it's been a journey. It's just Let's just say oh, we are not submitting this show for the James Beard Awards. No, it's probably not, but maybe <laughs> we should. Back. I don't know. <laughs> I know. No, Honestly, I know. anytime you come with wine and candy and wine suggestions, we're happy to. I love it. And here's the thing, is that when you do come into the shop, what I love is that we are 
giving you sort of those little bits of education. So if you came in and you said, I love this, and you showed us a picture, we're going to help lead you into a similar palette or profile. Because the whole idea, I think, behind wine is that it should be an adventure. Yes. And try on things from around the world. There's 10,000 grapes in the world. I say this all the time. Americans only drink three. We usually only pick things off the shelf that we can actually pronounce. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Well, people, especially when you go to a wine list. Right. I think people are scared of looking stupid. Yeah. And so that they hold to their own. And Mm -hmm. this is what I like about two things about where you are. Yeah. And what you're doing. First of all, where you are in the North Loop, there's a lot of young people. Yes. And I feel like there's a lot of apartment dwellers yes. who maybe are on the cusp of either, you know, becoming what they're going to become mm-hmm. or maybe that they've sold their homes and they're so you have these two double-sided right. you know, people guests who are going to come to your store, but both of them are curious about wine, I feel like. Very. And I feel like if you give them a space, this is what I'm most excited because if you give them the space right. to question and the yeah. space to be sort of open mm-hmm. and say, hey, like this is the journey, then that's what they want. Yes. And like and then it helps everybody. Yeah. And we're lo- you know, in on the shelves we have, you know, the wines sort of laid out per weight. So light body, medium, full body for whites and reds. So if you came in. That's a cool way to do it. Right. So it's not like most wine stores where the cheap ones are at the bottom and the expensive ones at the top. Nope. And not also per region. So if you came in saying, I love Sauvignon Blanc. Hey, let me take you to the section over here. And we might introduce you to Peak Pool or Muscadet. Or something else that would be in your realm. Way to do it, right? Because we want people to kind of branch out, and again, not in weird, scary price points, but really drinkable price points, right? And I think that there's, yeah, and I think that that's how you get people to explore, right? You know, and then that's also how you get them to then, um, you know, really support what's going on, and then they're going to have more confidence to be able to go to a restaurant and say, "Oh, I know that I love this." In fact, I saw, um, I saw a white Pinot. Yeah, at uh, at I was at Hazelwood in St. Louis Park, and I saw a white Pinot, the Left uh, Coast. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, you know what? I haven't seen that on a list. I've I've known about it, but right. I haven't seen it. I haven't really been looking because I've been drinking mostly whiskey. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah. but um, I I ordered it as a glass just to go along with like you know just kind of hanging out at the bar. Right. And it was it was lovely. Yeah, the bartender didn't know about it. Oh, she was kind of young. Yeah, and she was like she had to go ask another. I said I'll do the white Pinot, and she's like. She kind of looks at me like Pinot Grigio. I'm like, no, Pinot Noir. I'll do yeah. the white Pinot Noir. And she was like, she didn't know about it. And I could right. see her face kind of seize up a little bit. And then the other bartender was like, oh, yeah, it's this one. And she showed her and everything else. Right. But I just thought about that as far as like, we have a long way to go with really understanding yeah. wine and being open to that. I do. And you really do have to have an open mind because, right, everybody gets stuck. That's why I brought them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Everybody gets stuck. And then you remember something that you had once. You had the yellowtail. It was super sticky sweet. Or people see pink and then they go back to the white Zinfandel era. And I never dog any of those eras because my mom still drinks white Zinfandel. Yeah. Hey. She calls it white Zinfandel. Oh, I love it. It's a human. The Zinfandel. It's one of the Dales. Yeah. It's one of the Dales. (laughs) The chip. White. But I, I do think, you know, if you're willing to, I always tell people double dog dare yourself. Yes. Just to ask a question. Ask a question. <clears throat> yeah. 
And for me, one of the things that I like to, you know what I mean? Like, I think that when you find a lower price point wine and you right. just sort of play around in that price point, like yeah. you can play in the $15 price yes. point and find some really great things that then you learn a little bit about what you like. That's right. And if you find something in there that you're like, wow, this was a Cabernet Franc yes. that I didn't know what that was, but I, I really right. enjoyed it. Then you think, all right, now I'm going to go up to a $30 Cabernet Franc. Right. And then you go up to the next level yeah. until you finally be like, okay, I get it. Or yeah. you're just going to stop you at just stay at Peterson Vinnery. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like it tastes the same because it's so good. It's yeah. so yummy. No, no, I do. Th- I love the exploration, and I'm so proud of our staff. They're so kind. They really are. I just I'm obsessed with our team right now because I listen to them, and they're so kind, and they're open, and you know what? They're learning too. This is the point. You know, they're it's learning beautiful. too. And if you're on the journey together, yeah. that's like, and to have that in a small <laughs> shop in you know the city and right. like not far from where you live right. like i absolutely think that my sons who live near you are yeah. excited to like do that yeah you know? and it should be fun it's not snotty i love that and that's what i i'm just so proud of i right. the way you organize the store that alone thank makes you me intrigued plus there's walls that are pink and that's so cute <laughs> there's some, so cute. There's some instagrammy <laughs> moments not it's very gonna Grammy. lie yeah Instagram-y. there's some instagram moments. yeah okay so when are you open what date like what days what times all that kind of stuff we're open Wednesday through Saturday, 11 to 6. We will eventually kind of keep, you know, expanding yep, that. Yep. We wanted to kind of get our, you know, feet grounded first. Um, we'll have our little grand opening in December. But we're just kind of tippy-toeing into it. You know, we've had amazing response. We have 600 members with Sit Butter. Um, just when we started, it was a wine club. So, you know, all of our members are coming in and they're telling their friends. And then the North Loopians, I'm a North Loopian. I live right there two blocks from the store. Yeah. You know, so again, I just love the community. I always say community fosters community. Yeah. Which is obviously what you gals do so amazingly well is that, you know, when we talk about these things, you're like, oh, I got to go tell my neighbor. Yeah. I got to tell some friends. Yeah. Yeah. Fun to share. You want to share. Yes. Yeah. No, sharing is caring. Yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> we should I agree. Sharing is caring. All right, we've had, this has been Leslie Miller for two lovely segments. Thank you so much for coming. Sit Thank Better you. is the shop, but it's also the wine club that Hanson and I both belong to. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, I have to say what a gift it is oh, that I keep you. like that wine shows up at my door yeah. and then I drink it and it's amazing. It's and Christmas I, with wine. and I don't have to pick it in a weird way. It has helped me too, because yeah. then like that, I don't know if I would have picked that white Bordeaux. I right. probably would have not gone there just because I wouldn't have known about it. Mm-hmm. And now I'm, I'm all in, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's great because we do we get to tell you the story about yeah. this teeny tiny small producer. Yeah. You know, we're sharing, you know, people's stories from around the globe. And that also just That's melts cool my heart. Too. I yeah. love it. I love yeah. it. So thank you for being here. And uh, we'll see you thank again. You. Maybe pre-feast. 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 We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us today. It's been a fun one. Hanson has laughed a lot. Oh, I sure have. And that's always a good sign. If you ask Yes. Me. Yes. Stephanie, I have a couple events. Do you mind if I share them? Do it. Okay. So October 25th, I'm doing a Makers in Minnesota dinner at the Lexington. And yes. there are still tickets left. I'm not quite sure why, because usually this is already sold out by now. But um, it is going to be with Three Bear Oats. Milk and honey ciders, which are fantastic. Uh, olive oil on tap, taking stock foods. Um, we are all going to be there. And Chef Nick has prepared a great menu. And then November 29th, I'm going to be back at the Lexington. And this is going to be a cook the book dinner where Nick went through my cookbook and mm-hmm. picked recipes that he's going to be cooking at the dinner. Yeah. And then I'll be able to tell the stories. And so if you're interested in that, everybody will get a book. You can keep it, donate it, or 
give it to a friend, but it will, all the tickets come with the book and that'll be a fun night too, November 29th. Good. That's that. Okay. Um, a couple other notes of newsiness around town we have to talk about is the fact that Diane Mua is going and starting a restaurant, which I think I'm is so really fun. excited about that. Yeah. So, she, of course, you know, she's been the leading uh, pastry professional at Belcour and worked with Gavin Kaysen for years. But before that, of course, James Beard Award nominated uh, for the time at La Belle V, all the good things. So Diane is, uh, you know, has, comes from among family. We did this great in the Minneapolis St. Paul magazine. We had a great uh, profile of her that Dara wrote last year. And it really talked about how she has become a extremely strong um, icon to the Hmong community yes, here. Very and much so. It's, she's sort of a rock star to them. And she's very humble and very, I mean, I love this woman. And she is opening her own restaurant. She's going to open a restaurant, not just a bakery, a restaurant. And it's going to be Hmong focused with her parents helping, you know, do recipes and stuff. I just very excited for this. So she doesn't have a space yet, but she is looking around town for places in Minneapolis. So we'll see. So that, that was like the big news that dropped this week between that and the red table meets thing. Yeah. Um, a couple things though. And uh, rock bottom brewery closing. Yeah. Which, you know, when you go to a show at the state theater, it was always pretty convenient to just pop in there for some snacks and some beer. Yeah. And that's no longer. Yeah. Well, I mean, and seven steakhouse across the street closed too. Yes. yes and yes. then that, that burger bar that was always there too was closed. Mm-hmm. So it's basically crave up top and that's it. Yep. So it's a little tough. You know, downtown is not, it's not, it's, it's having a There's half FEMA's time. too. Yep. It's close. It's close, not closed. Yeah, close. Yes. Close okay. to if you were going to a show, just mm-hmm. thinking about. Yeah. Also, Butcher's Tales, close. Close. Very Ish. true. Um, the Apostle Supper Club is opening in St. Paul. Did you get a walkthrough on that one? I saw yours. Yeah. Yeah. It's very kitschy. It's very, you know, very 1960s, the Palms. Um, it's cute. I mean, like, it's fun. It's very fun. Uh, yeah, and that could go really either way for me. Because mm-hmm. fun is always fun. Fun is fun. And I like a supper club. Yeah, they have so, a martini cart, which is kind of lovely. There's a piano that. bar. There's a lot of tchotchkes to it. Let's mm-hmm. put it that way. It's not necessarily going to be the most, like, fine dining restaurant, but that's not what it's for. They just kind of want to provide something for people who are going to the XL and for people who are going to, you know, the concerts and everything else. Like a place you can go that's a little bit more wine and cocktail focused, but also... Still easy not to get. Kincaid's yeah, and you can get a chili dog and a beer for under twenty bucks. Right. So it's not that. It's pretty interesting the way he's trying to capture a lot of things with it. So that's a lot of fun. Um, what else do we need to talk about? Well, I just wanted to shout out if you guys are looking for a good drive today, um, I would say that you would want to get down to Loon Liquors, which is in Northfield. I love Loon Liquors. You love you the know Loon Liquors. I love them, and Those I love their coffee liqueur. Yep. And- they're super, their that whole tap or that cocktail room and, you know, they're what they're doing in their parking lot there. This is the last day of Scotty's Whole Hog Barbecue at Loon Liquors. Okay. And Scotty's was up here for the smoke out and they are just a great bunch of guys and really beautiful, beautiful pork. And so they're doing the last big party in the parking lot down there. It's okay. a good day for a drive, I feel like, to go down and, and hang out and get some some barbecue. So I would say I am up for that. To tell you to do that. <laughs> um, and then the bigger thing that's coming, that tickets were released. I wanted to make sure you guys knew that the Botticelli art and dining experience. Remember when I went to the yes. Van Gogh dinner? Yes. Couldn't get enough of it? Well, the Botticelli experience is the tickets are available. It's 475 bucks a ticket. Yep. Not, it's not small. 
But you are getting dinner, an Italian Renaissance wedding feast from Jamie Malone and John Krauss. I mean, like... That sounds fun. I'm kind of just over the moon for that. I I'm going to be like at fun. Abundant Kitchen in Buffalo today from 12 to 1 signing books if you're a Westie and getting out West. Super West. Way super west. west. Yes. I've <laughs> never been to Buffalo before. So. Haven't you? My father used to live in Buffalo. No, I leave, I'm going to literally leave the show and drive to Buffalo. Yeah. There's a nice little brewery out there. Okay. You know, you can pop in afterwards. But Abundant Kitchen is great. They also have a place in Excelsior, I believe. Yeah. And I am signing there, but it's in a couple weeks. Okay. Well, that's good. Um, um, some other Halloweeny things to get ready for you guys, and that you might want to think about getting tickets ahead of time to our uh, Travail is doing their creep and crawl party at Nouvelle Brewing, and they it's a seventy nine dollar ticket, but it's all you can eat and drink beer, and so they're gonna have you know like bacon and cheese paella platters. They've got spooky dogs. They've got those dream burgers. So that's all you can eat. Plus, they're doing like. You know, beer chugging stuff. Because, <laughs> you know, when you want to chug beer. I know, when you're in a costume. Um, here's an interesting one that the Gentleman Forager is doing. I don't know if you heard about this. Uh-uh. So he's, 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 uh, Mike, our friend Mike has paired up with Norseman Distillery and Sample Room Chef uh, Ashley Estrada, and they are doing a Wild Times dinner. It's a camel dinner. Are you ready for that? Uh, How do you feel? I, I think I am confusing camel with camel toe and a few other thoughts that I'm having about camels. Okay. Is it literally you eat camel? Yeah, it's camel. Camel is an animal. Okay, that's and, cool. Yep. And it is, uh, it's a full camel dinner and it's live music and paired cocktails. Versus a half camel. Half camel. <laughs> half camel. Um, they are doing, uh, it's basically. I think I'd like it. I Well, it's not far from steak. The point is, is that these camels are sourced from central Australia and where they are actually an invasive species. So it's actually one of those measures to sort of harness a food source from places that they're wrecking the, they're just actually wrecking the landscape. Yes. And so, um, so they're trying to sell more as far as being a food source. And apparently it is like steak and it's, it's a very delicious meat product and so Ashley has done like she's going to have grilled camel with fennel pesto she's doing a camel riette's rye crisp with a lingonberry gastrique yum they've got they've got meatballs with uh balsam fur cream some charred onions mushrooms all sorts of interesting things sumac and yogurt marinated uh camel rye porridge I don't know it just sounds interesting yeah it all sounds good actually. and then they're all doing cocktails that pair with it and then there'll be a big old bonfire afterwards and that's October 29th fun at the distillery so tickets are like 35 to 45 bucks yeah easy pretty, yeah really affordable dinner yep I think it's interesting I think stretch yourself is what I'm saying stretch yourself stretch yourself all okay right. this has been a very funny show Stephanie I mean what I mean, what are we going to do for next week for Halloween? Is I don't it know. Halloween cupcakes? Is it redrummant lookalike contest? Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, what could be coming the up? The Pioneer Woman? No, I'm going to say no. That is kind of spooky, though. That could be a good costume. It could be a good costume. You could costume. wear like your frilly. Do I have frilly? Is that what you're? <laughs> no, you could wear like a frilly flowery shirt. You know, she's always got some weird flowy shirt. I don't know because I refuse to watch her. And a red so. wig. <laughs> <laughs> and you could put a lot of cheese on everything. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's like 
does Kurt have an idea what he's going to be? Or does he? He's going to be gone. Oh, he's going to be gone. Oh, no, yeah. Gone, he's girl, taking gone. the van back to Las Vegas. Oh. Van season's over, friends. normally you guys would do like a couple con- couple costume or what? What were you last year? Uh, I was a butterfly and he was a lumberjack with a bloody hatchet oh, through right. his neck. I remember that. That was good. <laughs> that was good makeup tech. Yeah, he always does the good makeup. All right, you guys. Well, stay tuned for the shop girls and stay tuned next week for candy. Yes. Well, <laughs> this is the weekly dish.